Warriors have two. Bryant. To shot. All right, look, let's just get to this immediately. Let's just do get it. it out of the way. Go. Let's just go ahead and put it out there. Um, I am done. Done. Done, 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 done. Done with the Philadelphia 76ers. I am done playing oh. this game every year. I am absolutely sick of it. Sick of it. Just can't take it anymore. All this bullshit that we go through every year with them of how it's like, oh, no, they just get another player. And it's like they get James freaking Harden and they still can't win. And then it's like, oh, you know, if they can just kind of put this guy together and it's like, nope, can't do it. So they're bums. They're absolute bums. And the fact that you have Ben Simmons making fun of you, who hasn't played basketball in like (laughs) 75,000 games. And you're like, okay, sure. Yeah. Ben Simmons is making fun of you, who is a loser anyway. Um, mocking you like you guys are bums you couldn't show up for game seven against the boston celtics the team that has kicked your ass for years you could not show up for that game that game that freaking game you guys were just no 10 points in the third quarter 10 points 10 points and a quarter in the national basketball association i'm done it's uh go i'm done with all this bullshit of the philadelphia 76ers every year Dude, I hear you, man. Like the uh, the process didn't work. No, you know, we, we trusted it. We trusted it, and it was a failure. Now, let's rewind back. This isn't this isn't the team that Sam Hinkie built. No. Okay, this is not what he built. Okay, so I don't I don't want to disparage Sam Hinkie because I like what he was trying to do there, and he was building pieces in the right in, in the right way at that time. However. However, Joel Embiid did not show up in a game seven. James nope. Harden, which are That's you really for the course? Are you got yeah? Are you shocked that James Harden didn't show up in this game? I'm not at all. No, like he he was gonna go out to the club whether they won or or lost. Like yeah. there was no there was no none of it mattered to him at all. And he's leaving. And he's leaving. And let me tell you something. And I'm gonna say this right now. If you are the Philadelphia 76ers, you do not, repeat, do not need to sign James Harden back. Right. You don't. You can do a sign and trade, but you do not need him on your team. If he couldn't get you there this year, he's not going to get you there. Okay? He's not. And they had points in the season where they looked good. Joel Embiid. Won the MVP. He's the MVP of the regular season. Cool. Cool. But James Harden not working is something that just doesn't need to linger on. We can't, we're not going to, you don't bring him back. You don't bring back James Harden and it just magically works. And you're stuck with the same freaking players. You got, and like, I like Tyrese Maxey. I like him. him. He's not a superstar. He's a great player. I think he needs to change the scenery. I'm going to say it. Tobias Harris, that freaking team, Jesus. Yeah, Tobias Harris, great role player, cool. But 
this team is not built to win with an MVP. And if you're not building a winner, just go ahead and cash out. And I think we're, I think we're within a year away from Joel Embiid requesting a trade out of this, this franchise as well. I'm serious. I'm serious. I don't think Sixers fans are going to be hurting with that, by the way. I don't no. think they're going to be. Oh, sad. they won't I mean, be. They won't I, be. Not even game seven. Game seven is bad enough already. And I know Josh is here and I'm going to let him talk about this, but I'm just, I've been holding this in for days. So I've been really excited to do this show. Um, Friday, game six, when Jason Tatum is terrible, absolutely awful for 75% of the game, like just atrocious. You guys can't beat the Celtics when Jalen Brown's the only guy just working. You guys couldn't beat them that night. We did a 3 2 lead. And then you have game seven. And then what did I say this whole series? I said, I think the Sixers can win this, but I'm worried that Doc Rivers is going to coach himself out of winning this. Doc Rivers, I understand he has an NBA championship, so I know people will always say that. But. Doc Rivers is single-handedly the worst coach with no pressure on him. He is the worst. I mean, look, that Celtics title is great in 08, but go back and look at that team when they won 67 games that regular season, and they lost nine in that playoffs. They had two game sevens in that playoffs. They were talented enough to sweep that whole freaking playoffs, but Doc Rivers had the Doc Rivers. They won in spite of Doc Rivers. Well... And even pre-Big 3 era in the Celtics, I mean, he could have been fired for – he had a really bad season. Oh, yeah, look at those Orlando the, teams he coached. My yeah, God. The, or, the Orlando teams. But, I mean, he gave up on the Celtics, you know, during one of those years, just completely just flat out gave up during one of the Al Jefferson years. So it's – it's it's uh, it, they got a real problem there. The Ben Simmons thing – we're not even Sixers fans. I know, like I know, I know. Well, I mean, it, because because they were destined to be a great team, and like they were very much built up the way that the Orlando Magic were built up in the '90s, and you saw a lot of similarities between some of the players on that team. But here's the thing: the Orlando Magic got hampered by injuries and a guy leaving. The Philadelphia 76ers have just whiffed every time. I mean, you got the you got the game seven loss to Kawhi, which was just devastating. You got this year. You got every other year, and they should have made the NBA Finals at this point. Yeah, like because there were several seasons where they were the best team. I feel like in the East or had the best players to make a run at the East, and they didn't. And on top of that, you got a lead on the freaking Celtics, and you let them come back. And when, like, like we knew this was going to happen. Like, this was it. I mean, you talked about it in our group chat. Doc Rivers was going to end up messing it up. I mean, I couldn't even, like, that. they went from being five down to, like, 30 down within a six-minute period. They just laid it down. And, look, give Jason give Tatum his flowers. He was unbelievable. Unbelievable. He is Absolutely. a dude. He is a dude. Um, I am so excited for Jason Tatum versus Jimmy Butler for a shot at the Ooh. finals, which we'll Ooh. get to later. But Josh, before we just like keep going on this, please, please stop us from talking. Man, look, I'm just sitting here drinking a glass of tea, 
Um, <laughs> just kind of listening to you pretty much justify my statement that I've said for the last, what, couple weeks now that Joel Embiid was not deserving of the MVP. And I feel like his true colors showed in the playoffs. Say that again. And I know that the award was given to him because nobody wanted to see some big, unathletic, not flashy dude from another country win it three years in a row. But to me, he was the best player in the league. He showed up, showed out every night. His team needed him more than any other team needed someone. And the fact that the Sixers won game one without Joel Embiid told me everything I needed to know about the Sixers. (laughs) Now, to touch base on kind of what you were talking about, um, game six, Sixers are up 3-2 in the series at home. And And that um, crowd is great. That game, that crowd is into it. Going into the fourth quarter up two, right. And Jason Tatum, by the way, was five of 21 for the game. And as you said, Jalen Brown's the only guy that's really, you know, trying to do anything at the at the at the moment. You have the ability to take control of this entire series in the fourth quarter, and you somehow let a guy who was horrible all game, like could not hit a basket to save his life, goes for 16 points in the fourth quarter, four of five from three, and literally took your heart out. And I said, you know what? Any guy that can play that bad and show up when the game matters is that guy. Yep. And people are going to have to start giving Jason Tatum his credit. Like I, he's inconsistent at times, and there's there's times where he's he's that guy. But from the fourth quarter of Game Six until oh, get, the end of Game Seven, like there's and- no doubt, there's no doubt who wanted it more than Jason Tatum. Oh, absolutely. And it was insane how he played game seven, but the fact that he took over in game six in that fourth quarter the way he did, um, at 424 left in the game, the Sixers were up 83-81. They didn't score a basket the rest of the game. They did not have a field goal the rest of the game until 22 seconds left in the game. Wow. Bums. They went four minutes. They ended the game. They they ended the game on a four minute stretch without making a field goal, and ended up losing by nine. I think was it nine or eleven? Yeah, it was uh, eleven. Yeah. Okay, lost by you were up two with four minutes and twenty four seconds left. You have maybe one of the best isolation guards in the history of the NBA, right? You might have the best one two punch on a pick and roll that we've seen in the NBA in a long time. You have the, the the reigning, just got crowned MVP who in game five was doing whatever he wanted, right? And they were praising him like game five, like, hey, Joel Embiid, da, 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 da. And they completely crapped the bed. Yeah. 
You deserve to you deserve to lose game seven. Absolutely you deserve to lose game. You scored 10 points in a quarter. <laughs> I don't know how much I'd have to go back and watch the game in detail. I don't know how much I blame Doc as much as I blame the fact that your um your two best players were absolutely like horrible. Yeah. That game. Yep. Um what was uh, James Harden only made only had nine points? Yeah, he's a bum. And we were talking yep. about, oh, maybe we see a James Harden of old. Mm-mm. Nah. And yeah, B five of eighteen. And Bede was five of eighteen. Harden was three of eleven. You're not going to win a game like that. Let's just go ahead and put it out there, folks. And that you can we can clip this for socials this week. That's fine with me. Someone wants to put this out there. The Philadelphia 76ers are nothing more than the Eastern Conference Clippers. Nothing more than that. Oof. Look. P.J. Tucker had 11 points. <laughs> yes. Yes. Yeah. If P.J. Tucker's in double digits, you should win. Yes. That's like if Tristan Thompson used to be in double digits for the Cavs. And you'd be like, wait, you guys lost? Like, look how the Knicks lost. So, you know, minus Julius Randle just like having no body energy whatsoever but they other than him they fought i mean like i don't i'm not mad at the knicks for the way that they lost that series to miami because jalen brunson did everything he could to win that game it's just the heat were better you can't say that in this mb situation well hey i don't i want to i just want to clarify because we said this earlier on an earlier episode about that contract when Jalen Brunson signed with the Knicks. The Knicks definitely did not overpay for Jalen nope, Brunson. Nope, they did not. No, 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 no. He's a dog. No. He's got that dog in him. Yeah. Well, and the and the Dallas Mavericks just let him walk off. I mean, he was going to leave regardless of circumstance. I don't think there was anything that was going to re- result in that man coming back to Dallas. But they didn't even make the playoffs this year because how important he was to the If you're team. Dallas at this point, do you go back and look at that and say, man – if I could do this all over again, I would take Jalen yep. Brunson over Kyrie Irving in a heartbeat. Oh, if absolutely. If you're Dallas, you do that. And if you go back to the 2017 NBA draft, you do the Philadelphia 76ers with the number one pick. You take Jason Tatum because otherwise he's going to kick your ass his whole career. And guess yep. what? He's kicked their ass his whole career. Hey, he told him too. He flat out told yeah. him. Yep. I mean, let's say some la-la land here, the Sixers win this somehow. And they go play Miami. Is anyone picking them to beat Jimmy Butler? No. 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 Jimmy Jimmy Butler would have – Jimmy Butler would have made it his personal mission to make them look like the clowns they are. So, yeah. I mean, it, it, yeah, if it wasn't Boston, it would have been Miami. So, yeah, and I think, like, so, you know, the way that they, you know – um even Golden State, like I know the Lakers just took over game six. They were just awesome. I don't yeah. think that was lack of effort. I don't think that was like no heart. You know, like no. I just thought that the Lakers were just better that game. Well, the defense, man. Just oh my god. Just, their defense was just incredible. I mean, it we got to a point where LeBron and his team had totally figured out all of their tricks and everything. They weren't letting them have anything. Like they weren't letting them have it anything at all and sometimes the warriors will take the the warriors will take a a really bad shot and it'll go in like man that's stupid that's a stupid shot but but 
most of them they were just they they just they just smothered them in that the game. crazy thing them. the crazy thing about that game six that the warriors lost is like they got tons of wide open shots that they just they missed. Yep. that they just yep. missed shots that they would never miss you're like if you leave clay open like game six clay that's knockdown steph knockdown wiggins knockdown pool not like they were missing every open shot they could possibly have yeah uh clay looked cooked man he looked cooked he did he did and they're apparently going to ask him to take a pay cut on his next contract to stay so that always what, works the vet out. minimum my god yeah yeah so you know that always works it always works out really well when you ask your uh the guy who helped you win a bunch of championships if hey you know what it would be great if you took less so we could give uh kaminga some more money <laughs> play 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 hear me out scotty pippen had the worst contract in basketball it's true so we need you to do the same thing yeah so. yeah <laughs> yeah it's uh I, I don't know what they're they're gonna be so I I don't I don't know what you do with that team I don't know how you retool them I you know Pool was terrible just absolutely Awful. terrible in the playoffs Awful. just completely disappeared and Draymond was good in spurts of the mm-hmm. playoffs. But he's going to want big money, and he's more important to the Warriors than any other team. He's not going to help any other team the way that he has helped this team. Agreed. It's just not going to happen at this stage in his career. So are you going to overpay him and play just astronomical tax? Well, he has a player option. Unfortunately, I see him being a very good player for the Lakers. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. He can fit fit in that system and what they would want to do. He's too smart of a basketball player. Um, there's just certain teams that he would do well in, you know, he'd be good well, for if, the, the Kings. Well, yeah. If he's going to, if he's going to, I'm just saying, if he's going to go someplace for more money, you know, which might be some, you know, there might be some team well, that's the Lakers then borderline. Yeah. So it's, no. you know, Dallas. I mean, I, I don't know. I don't know where he goes, but you know, I, I just don't think in the Lakers is a, is a great example, Josh, like he would be phenomenal there, but I, I don't think the money's going to work to get him on that team unless he takes a huge pay cut. And it's like, nah. he's going to take a pay cut. He might as well just stay in golden. Not State. after Hillbilly Kobe gets paid. And no. dude. Yeah. He's gonna, you know what I would do if I would bet Draymond green, I'd be like, all right, I'm going to Philly and I'm going to teach you MFers how to win a fucking basketball game. And we're going to like it. And you guys are not going to play soft ever again. Boy, would he ever fit that? Would he ever fit that role in Philly of being an East Coast villain? And Bede would get him traded just like he did Butler. He'd be like, this guy's too hard on me. Yep. That's exactly, that's exactly what would happen. There are so many of these players and, you know, I'm not a, I'm not an NBA hooper, you know, but there are so many guys that we've seen over the years that, you know, have had this like, soft mentality that they're they they're gonna win on their terms and they don't have any dog in them the cats of the world things like that there's a lot of players like that in the nba that i'm just i'm so checked out on right now but draymond is not one of those like draymond is that guy if you bring him on your team he's you know i'm not gonna say he's a patrick beverly because that's insulting but it is insulting to draymond it is insulting to draymond but you you know what i mean what about Draymond going to the Bulls? Uh, no, no, and, and and this is why. 
I'm tired of the Bulls signing Hall of Famers past their prime. Like Pal Gasol, yeah. which which was he was fine. He had a he had a good couple years in, in Jabari Chicago. Parker, yeah. Jabari I'm be, Parker. I'm gonna be devil's advocate, and I still, as a basketball fan, would like to see figure out for Golden State how to make one another run at it with this with that team. Um you said, like you said, that you, you felt like they were cooked. I felt like if Wiggins never goes out, I feel like I thought Clay was cooked. I think the team, yeah, I know, I know. I said that's what I'm saying. I, I met Clay, but I feel like if Wiggins doesn't go out, then you know, some of the other stuff that happened earlier in the season, I think you know, it's a whole different ball game. I felt like they were evenly matched with the Lakers. I feel like the Lakers, like you said, they smothered them defensively in a couple of those games. and they just didn't show up game six and it is what they, it is. Steph they, was, they wanted it more. Steph was out there doing everything he could. Like when D'Angelo Russell is playing really good isolation defense, it's just not your day. It's just not. And he was really, really I good. Actually, I actually knew the game was over and I know this is going to sound crazy and I'm sure a lot of people saw it. That last sequence before the half where Golden yeah, State threes. had the last shot. And Golden State took a really silly shot. They could have been down five going into the half. And instead of being down five or even four, they ended up, or I'm sorry, they were down eight. They could have been down five. They end up going down 11 because Reeves hits that shot. And the shot that they took that caused the rebound to get the ball to him to take that shot should have never happened. And I knew at that point, I said, this game is done. I was like, because that possession told me everything I needed to know about Golden State. That and then um, I really thought when Schroeder got ejected, I thought Golden State had a chance to make a run back in the game. I thought, you know, that was that's kind of like the guy they put on Steph for the quickness. I was like, okay, Steph's going to get his shots now. They're going to get back in this. And it was just like LeBron and AD were like, we are not letting these dudes back in this. Um, They were, yeah, they were awesome. Um, And we'll get here in a little bit too, how these, these conference, conference finals. Uh, but real quick, I do want to make mention that um, Josh, you're going to be mad at me for this. I think I might be wondering how much of a winner Kevin Durant really is anymore. I, I just, you know, <laughs> if we're going to. We're gonna do this thing all the time with like all these guys. We're gonna we're gonna we're gonna you know like LeBron only wins with super players. This guy only wins with super players. Uh Kevin Durant had Devin Booker, who was the best freaking player in the playoffs for you know 10 games. And there was much there was much more there was much more going on there than than Kevin Durant. No, he was he's he's great, you know, he is, but like you know, what what's his legacy without Steph Curry? Yeah, nobody's gonna see that. They're gonna see one, two championships. Yeah, um, but 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 who do you win? Who, who do you win the championships with? I'm sorry. I actually, I think the way you need to rephrase that is they won the championships with him. They did. They did. Being yes. being that he was the finals MVP. Both he also, years. He also had a three-one lead on on them and did not beat them. So. No, I mean there there's there's questions there. Um, oh yeah, there's definitely questions there. Every player has that fall. And this is what I love. This is why I love to get into these kind of conversations because 
the one thing I can say about Michael Jordan when it comes to this conversation is once Mike got to the mountaintop, it took him it took him a while to get there, seven years, right, before he won his first championship. But once he got there, nobody knocked him off. Uh, the Birmingham Barons did. Oh, my. <laughs> <laughs> what I'm saying is, is it was like win, 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 retire, come back, win, win, win. There was never this switching of the guard while he was the champ. There was never this, like, well, this guy won a couple years and this guy, like, I think what we're seeing in this era right now is that there are four or five guys, right, that were top dogs and they all got a piece of the pie. Um, and it is what it is. Yeah. Um, but, I mean, Denver was definitely the better team. Um, but, you know, like like Sean said, uh, I never want to hear about Chris Paul ever again in the same sense I don't want to hear about Joel Embiid. Um, I'm done with it. And... <laughs> Um, because you know, at least Joel Embiid was on the floor when his team was eliminated, unlike Chris Paul. You know, every did, year. Did did I call that? Did I call that? At the Bro, I told, of the year? like I said last week, it's clockwork. Did I call it? Chris I, I Paul mean, is clockwork. I know, but there's been a few times we've been on here I, and talked, and I'm you guys have been like, you know what? He's he's doing pretty well, and I'm like, I don't know, guys. Sean, I'm starting to wonder if it's like. There was a there was a point in the series where Chris Paul's like, "Crap, I don't think we can win this series. Let me get myself hurt, yeah. <laughs> so yeah. I can say we lost because I wasn't on the floor." Yeah, but that's <laughs> he can't he can't actually have he can't have that argument. No, so he can't he can't he can't even use that. That's. And if he is, he's a psychopath. Yeah. That would be hilarious. That would it, would, be. it would be. I agree. Yeah. I mean, you know, Denver's great. And I, we're going to talk about them here in a second. But uh, man, that's, you know, the Suns, they like spring come back in that series. And last week, we're like on here talking like, oh, wow, the tide's really turning this series. Phoenix might make a run in this. <laughs> nope. Pooped. That's the play. That's the playoffs, though, man. I mean, you win bed. some, you, you, yeah, you, you tie it up, and then someone decides they're going to take over. Well, I, or... well, the the problem is, is Denver's been so good at home. They have. Oh yeah. That I don't know how much of a home court advantage. Well, I wonder how much of a home court advantage they actually have in the playoffs, playing in the altitude. I think about that a lot. Yeah. Yeah. Did you guys see that thing where they asked like KCP about uh, the bubble? Because, you know, it's the bubble. The, the bubble matchups are the conference finals, um, yeah. which is kind of funny. Um, and then KCP says that if Davis misses that shot against the Nuggets in the game three, that the Lakers lose that series. I'm like, shut up. No, you guys don't like. No, you don't. I mean, they won uh, in six to begin with, right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And that was, so I thought that was, you know, it's like, oh, so now that you're on the Nuggets, you feel this way. I'm interested to see how this series turns out because it's I feel like the be Lakers, I feel like the Lakers are better than they were in the bubble. Mm-hmm. And I feel like Denver's better than they were in the bubble. Isn't that oh, like the, is I agree that with like, that. isn't the normal like LeBron team narrative when he has like a big roster shakeup is like, oh, it takes a year for it to figure it out. It's felt like this team, like once they all got on the floor together, it was like, oh yeah, we, we, we're really good together. I'm not saying they'll win this series by any means, but it is impressive how quickly this group gelled. 
from where they were to what they became. I think uh, what happened was is guys were like, I know my role. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Vando, you're a rebounder. D'Lo, set the tone on offense, push the ball. You know, like, I mean, when Shaq Harrison's getting playoff minutes because you're up that much, like, that says something. Um, but I guess we'll get to it. Uh, do you have, should we save the Lakers Nuggets for last? Should we talk Heat, Heat and Celtics first? Or do we talk sure. Lakers, Lakers first? What are you going to do? East Coast, West Coast. We, we'll, we'll go. We'll go. We'll go. We'll go. Heat Celtics. I am ecstatic for this series. I think it's going to be really fun. Um, did you? So this is the seventh time in thirteen years these two teams have met in the Eastern Conference Championship. That's yeah. pretty pretty cool. Um, you know, we said I said it all year. I was like, the Miami Heat are zombies. You think they're done, and they always find a way, and uh oh my ring light just died that's pretty cool um and jimmy butler being jimmy butler again just you know finding these things way and like we just talked about miami's so good at finding these guys that you either a forgot about or b didn't know about and turning them into like these big time players for a playoff team and really i think they match up pretty well i mean you know every celtics fan was like this was the team i didn't want to play in the first round I didn't want them to get out of the get out of the play in. So now it's like you got to play them with all the marbles on the line. And I do think the Celtics are a better team. I don't know if that's going to mean a whole lot here because uh the situation of you know Butler is really excited about facing Tatum. You know that he is like just jonesing for that. Um this is a team that eliminated them last year. So you know he's got that on his mind because he is that kind of dude. Um you know, are you planning on the Time Lord boxing out Bam Adebayo in this series? Like, that's no. fr- a little frightening. You know what I mean? Like, um, are they going to have to use Blake Griffin in this series to have an extra body to go against guys like Bam Adebayo? I'm joking, but I wouldn't be shocked if they did. Um, I think it's a really fascinating matchup. You know, it's you. It's like, can Kyle Lowry keep doing what he's been doing off the bench for Miami? That would be huge. Um, and who helped, who steps up for Butler and Bam? Because I can't imagine Tyler here is all of a sudden going to have his hand heal by the middle of the series. No, uh, Tyler here is out. I mean, that's, yes. Well, and you know, this is also definitely one of those things, you know, if Tyler hero, I talked about this earlier, you know, during the playoffs when he got hurt, but are they better without him with just putting the ball in Butler's hands more? you know, and letting him just go to town on somebody as opposed to giving him, you know, eight, nine shots a game. Yeah. So, I mean, I, it's going to be interesting to see, but, but I think Bam is really the true X factor in this series. Um, Butler is going to do everything he can to, you know, punk out Jason Tatum, you know, and Jason Tatum, Jason Tatum's going to ball out in this series. Like I, I fully believe that the Boston Celtics are going to come out victorious in this. Um, they just have too much right now. And Jason Tatum's just so freaking locked in, but J- Jimmy Butler is such a thorn in anyone's side. And I, I don't know. I think we, I think if he gets, if he somehow gets them past the Celtics team, I feel like we have to once again, reevaluate his career at this point, because what he's been able to do, with less has been so impressive 
and like you said, would you say seventh time and 13 years, 13 years in 13 years. I mean, that's really impressive. Just, I don't know what the heat are doing down there. I mean, they're in Miami, so I get it, you Mm -hmm. know, you know, I, I don't, you know, but they, they all work hard year after year and coach Spo has turned into probably one of the best coaches in the NBA right now, best active coaches in, I don't know, man. This is just going to be a, I, if it's they gonna be win, a dog fight, it's going to be a dog fight. But if they end up winning this, it's going to be because of Spo's experience in these situations. Like that's he big. Is, it is huge. I mean, they got a rookie coach who's younger than you and I, Tim. You know, who's I think, or he's about your age, I guess. Yeah, over on on the Celtics. So, but. I don't know, man. It's going to, I'm, I'm very, very excited to see this happen because just the Butler Tatum matchup alone is just worth the admission. Well, that so, like Bam's, I mean, you know, Al Horford's going to have to guard Bam. Bam's going to like, yeah. has a lot of possibilities to wear him out. Oh yeah. Well, he's, he's tough too. He's just a tough dude. Yeah. So, so I know everybody's making a big deal about the, you know, the, the final four, you know, the conference finals being the same as the bubble. And I get it. I think it's cool. Um, but what people aren't realizing is these two teams are completely different rosters. Oh, yeah. Um, you know, you look at the Celtics, first of all. Tatum and, and Brown were 21 and 23 years old when that game was played. Um, and and they also – Boston had Kimball Walker and Gordon Hayward and Wanamaker and Ernest Cantor, Freedom and Thice and – their whole like this roster is completely different. I mean, they got Malcolm Brogdon, and like you said, they have Al Horford, who has tons and tons and tons of playoff experience. And I just think they're a better put together team. And the same with the Heat. The Heat back then had Jay Crowder and Kelly Olynyk, and you know Dragic, and even well, they don't even have Tyler Hero anymore. And now they're rolling with dudes Kendrick like, Nunn. Yeah, Kendrick Nunn. Now they're rolling with Vincent and. Um, Caleb Martin and Strauss, you know what I'm saying? Like all these guys are, were free agents that didn't even get drafted. Yeah. And they've made ball players out of them. And of course you got, you know what I'm saying? Jimmy Butler and Bam's a little bit older now um, and more grown up um, after playing in the Olympics. So these two teams are completely different. Again, I agree with you all. Like they're, they're very evenly well matched. And I think by the time you get to this point, you can't count the heat out for anything, man. Like they've already proven to us in the bubble. Like, Hey, if we were healthy, we could have went toe to toe with the Lakers. Like, and Jimmy put them on their back and was like, I'm going to get you two. Can y'all get me two more? And they were like, nah, dog, we ain't got it. Like, I'm sorry. <laughs> LeBron, but, uh, we gave LeBron two months off. Until the year. <laughs> this series though. I, I very, very, very much believe that Jimmy Butler can win this series himself. I, do too. I really do. Um, so much that I'm going to pick the Heat to win. Ooh. I mean, I might be wrong, but I'd rather be wrong than pick the fucking Celtics. So, <laughs> um, I just, yeah. Um, you know, Butler, I feel like Butler's just got that like Rocky Balboa run in him right now where it's like you throw whoever in front of him and he takes them out. Um, and look, you know, how many more times can you say, well, this team's better than the Heat? And it's like, okay, well, they keep beating these teams. So, you know, what point is it like, what point is a better team going to stop them? 
Milwaukee was better than them, right? They took care of business there. Um, in hindsight, the Knicks were better than them, right? They literally turned the Knicks fan base on Julius Randle. There was a sign at Madison Square Garden torn off. Oh, I watched that. Knicks fans are yeah. stomping on Julius Randle. Like, you know, this is... Heat culture is something that people make fun of. But at some point, you got to realize it's real. And what they're, you know, what they do, what they continue to do. Sean, you kind of mentioned, yeah, you felt like Spo is on the castle of being one of the best coaches in basketball. I think he is the best active coach in basketball. I it's funny. I was, I was literally about to say to you, I feel like Boston has the better team. I feel like Miami has the better coach. No disrespect to Missoula. Um, but you stepped in on a team that went to the finals last year. Right. You're, you're in a position to take that same team pretty much back to the finals. So how much of that is coaching and how much of it is actually the team? Yeah, exactly. Um, so yeah, I'm taking the heat because they don't freaking care. They got to go to the garden. They don't give a shit. They're like, we just roll the ball out our five against your five. And that's the best matchup for any team to beat the Celtics left in these four. Um, I like that Lakers team. I like that Nuggets team. But the heat of the team that matched up the best of the remaining teams with the Celtics. Tatum Tatum might be the most talented player left in the playoffs. Um, but I think Jimmy Jimmy Butler might be the alpha dog of all dogs. Oh, yeah. Yes, he is. <laughs> yeah. You know, Celtics fans are scared for this matchup, too. And I love it. I love it. Well... So prediction then, if you if you got the heat, you're saying heat and what? I'll say seven. Um because you know the Celtics are definitely better than the teams they've beat so far. Um and you know it's gonna be hard to get two games in the garden. Um, but I think they're definitely capable of it. And I think Butler knows damn well the mission that he has to accomplish here. So and I think he's going to do, he's going to make it happen. Also, I do just not pick the Celtics. What about you, Sean? Who am I going with? Yep. I'm, I don't want to go with the Celtics, but I'm going to go with the Celtics. And it might just because I just want to be their bad luck guy. If that makes sense. I can live with it. I just, I just think Tatum's just too good right now. After that game, like he was just, I mean, I, he just had fire in his eye, man. I mean, I, I will say this Philadelphia definitely laid down, but there are a couple shots that he was throwing up against them where he was, he was well guarded. He was oh, yeah. well guarded. And I was like, I was like, this guy's incredible. He's just incredible. Um, but yeah, I'm, I'm going to go with Celtics and, and six. Josh, you're the tiebreaker. I want to hear what I want to hear what Ben's take is too on this too. Ben, are you out there somewhere? Text us and let us know. <laughs> Text us and let us know what you think. Um, he's signing with the Riverfront. He had so much fun with me last night. He's not coming back. That's what it is. Yeah. Look, I would tell you yesterday when when Tatum brought the ball down and hit that step back three <sighs> and turned around to the crowd and screamed and he said, "This yep. is my." Sh- this is my, I was like, any guy that does that, I'm like, you got to kind of roll with them, man. Mm-hmm. You got to roll with them. But the problem is, is the Heat have that same guy. 
And um, it's true. It's I, I'm I'm in a like I picked I picked the I picked the Warriors in seven um, in that Lakers series, and I was texting you guys and I said, hey man, if the Lakers win both games at home, Golden State's cooked, like they're done. I was like, they can't come back from being down three one. I was like, I kind of feel this is different. I feel like the Heat can go into Boston. They just went into Philly and won games. And I think that they can now go into, I'm sorry, they went into New York and won games. Um, and Philly went into Boston and won games. I think Miami is also going to be able to go into Boston and win games. I do Depending on what happens down in Miami, if they decide to have a crowd or not for a basketball game, I'm not really sure how that's going to go. What are you guys doing? I'm going to get <laughs> yelled at again. We're on South Beach time, man. South Beach time. They just show up when they want. I'm with Tim, man. I'm heating seven. Okay. I, I like I like pulling for the underdog, man. Plus, I love the heat. I just do. It's not like they've ever had like it's their culture, man. You just love Dude, heat culture. I, I do too, man. I do the too. Heat, I just I don't the heat are what we want the Bulls to be right now. Yeah. The heat are what <laughs> yeah. every team should want their organization to be. Extremely great player development, continuity, talent, draft really well. That's what every franchise should want. I mean, does anybody even remember? Does anybody even remember that that Jimmy Butler and Spolster got into a like an all out fight on the sideline? Oh yeah, because that's yeah. how passionate they are about winning. Yeah, um, you know, like there's always that. There's obviously everyone always brings up when he was in uh, Chicago. It was like Chicago Magazine, I think it was. Like things you'll never see me wearing. He said a Miami Heat jersey, which is hilarious. But he is the he is the epitome of a Miami Heat basketball player. Just the absolute epitome of like this is what we want to play for this franchise, and look, he's gonna have his jersey up there with LeBron and Wade one of these days, hanging there in that uh in that arena. So, kind of wild to think about. Yep, yep, he will. Could have had that jersey hanging up in Chicago, you mm -hmm. know. But that's neither here nor there. Um, all right, let's talk. Let's talk Lakers Nuggets because I think this series is really fascinating so this will be the first time that these teams have played since the trade deadline so this four times they played they played four times before the trade deadline so you know this was not the lakers roster they played against um my big question guys is uh when is the thomas bryant revenge game gonna be like what game does he just destroy the lakers uh i'm kidding i'm kidding there's no way he's gonna play in this series but the seriousness is you know, this is the best offense in the playoffs against the best defense in the playoffs. So that's going to be really fascinating. Um, what do the Lakers do with Davis? Because if you do situations like in Golden State, where Golden State was able to put him in the pick and roll and take him away from the basket, who's going to pick up Jokic there? Who can pick up Jokic there? I don't know if anyone can. Uh, you're going to have to throw a lot of bodies at him. So you're going to have to use Vanderbilt a lot in this series. You're going to have to use Davis a lot in this series. Um, you know, you're going to have to use LeBron on him at times in this series, likely. And then from there, it's okay. Well, who matches up with Jamal Murray? Because he's finding his legs again. He's playing really well. You know, do you trust D'Angelo Russell to guard him? But on the other end of that, you know, is Michael Porter Jr. your best route against LeBron in this series? Like, are you throwing KCP at LeBron? Uh, like, Davis Jokic obviously is going to be the story of the series. That's 
whoever like outshines the other wins the series, I think. But the matchups in this series are so fascinating because there's so many different angles. I I'm really excited for it. I saw a post um, that asked uh, they were asking Darvin Ham how they were going to um, game that, plan yeah. Jokic, and they're like we're going to catch him coming out of the house and kidnap him. <laughs> but um, I tell you what, again, he's not flashy, he's not quick, he's not agile. But he's, he gets buckets. The dude cannot be stopped. I know. I don't know if Davis can guard him. I think that that dude has enough ball fakes and pump moves and his passing ability, and and he can shoot and he can shoot at a high arc. That we are going to see Anthony Davis get pulled away from the basket, and there are going to be some some lanes for guys like Aaron Gordon and Porter Jr. and KCP and Bruce Brown to get to the basket just like Golden State was. Those guys are slashers. Um, Michael Porter Jr. consistently might be one of the better shooters in the league um, all around. Um, I think Darvin Ham showed us against Golden State that he he's learned how to counteract stuff like that. So I think there's going to mm-hmm. be a neutralizer somewhere, and I just don't know what it is. But – his game plan against Golden State was fantastic. It was, and um, yeah. I think he'll he'll game plan very similar to 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 Denver um, because I think they shoot the three ball the best out of any team in the league. If I'm not mistaken, right? Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, KCP's all of a sudden he's knocked down. Like he wasn't that he wasn't that knocked down with the Lakers. Now he's knocked down. Like he's just like I'm coming down, knocking down shots. So I I again am I'm I'm torn in this series. Denver's the number one seed for the reason that they are. Um, but this Laker team is different. So like I feel like you got to kind of throw that out the window and 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 watch the matchups and kind of see what's gonna happen. So I'm I'm the same way in this series as I was the last series. If the Lakers win a game in Denver, they will win the series. Yeah, that's a big if. A huge yeah. if. Man, um, you know, you talked about Caldwell Pope. Oh my god, shooting 43% from three this year. Uh, regular season and playoffs and obviously you know was always been a really good two-way player so I didn't think about Aaron Gordon guarding LeBron I still don't love that matchup for Denver but I feel like I love every other matchup for Denver and I still don't know if it's something where I think they win this series I don't know if the Lakers win this I'm so back and forth between these two teams I have to pick one obviously Um, but I think when it comes down to it I just feel like Denver has more guys who can shoot and spread the floor but man, the Lakers, when like LeBron and AD play that high low offense and they make that guy between them decide who they're gonna go after, it just changes everything for the Lakers because it also like gives guys like D'Angelo Russell an additional shot, then a shooter an additional shot, Austin Reeves, who is like making more and more money by the game during this postseason. It's a fast that's the guy. Series. That's the guy. It's him and D'Lo are the guys I wonder who have Denver's gonna attack because Yeah. Yeah, dude, D'Lo's smooth. He's smooth with the left, you know. And I, he had he had a couple games where he came out strong and like he set the tone. And like Austin Reeves at this point, like until someone figures him out, I feel like he can get a shot off whenever he wants to. Like I really truly believe that. Yeah, um, I was wrong about the answer, Russell. Man, I was I was really wrong. I you know you guys heard me many times say like I don't think you can win with him on your team, and I get he has those two guys with him. I feel but like he, he's he's playing his part. 
I feel like Denver's going to have to play guys like Reggie Jackson this series. Like, they're going to have to. Yeah. I mean, heck, I've been crying to you guys for, for months now about why are the Lakers not playing Lonnie Walker, and they finally played him, and you saw what happened. They're going to have to use him in this series for sure. It's, you know, but, like, they also are going to need – the Lakers are going to need bulk, you know. So those three guys, LeBron, AD, Vando, like it's going to take a lot of them. In this and series. I wonder, and I wonder like if AD gets in foul trouble, right? Like, yeah. What do they do? In the world is guarding Jokic at that point. Yeah. Because even if you say LeBron, okay, well who's stopping Aaron Gordon from cutting to the rim at that point? Yeah. It's just so fascinating. Um, I think I take the nuggets. I'm not super confident on it. Um, like if the Lakers won this in seven, I would not be shocked whatsoever. Um, obviously, I want the Lakers to win. But I just feel like the Nuggets offense is just going to be a little too much. And uh, I think the Lakers are going to play great. I think they're going to show up every game. I don't think they're going to lay an egg at all. I just think the Nuggets are just going to be just a little bit better. Is Mo Bamba on their playoff roster? He is doubtful with the ankle injury, so he's not playing game one. Well, they might have to. They might have to bring uh, he, him. Wayne. He's Wayne not Gabriel play. He have, Gabriel might have to play some minutes. Tristan Thompson out there, guard Nikola Jokic, Tristan baby. Thompson, there it is. Yeah, there it is. <laughs> I told you the scary thing about uh, the Lakers versus Denver is the Lakers are legit ten guys deep. Mm-hmm. They and and they can choose which ten of those guys they want to throw at you. You know whether it's. Troy Brown Jr., if he wants to get some minutes, or like, you know, Wayne Gabriel, Beasley. Um, Some of these guys didn't get much minutes, but like we've seen them throughout the year, like when they needed them to step up, they they did. So, ooh, Rui in this series is going to be really fascinating. Yeah, that's where when LeBron and Rui's on the floor together, like, like you said, Porter Jr., Aaron Gordon, like, where do they go? Yeah. Oh, man. This is fun. This is like a basketball fan's dream series, man. Which means it'll be atrocious, and one of these teams will win in like five. I, I don't think not. Denver – I don't think Denver forgot what happened to him in the bubble. Yeah, I don't either. No. Yeah, I – um, I'm thinking this is it. I think this is the, the series that the, the Nuggets stopped being frauds and – wannabes and become the team the team that they I mean they've been so consistent this year and they and like you guys said they are not they are not as deep as the Lakers right now they are not um but I don't know man the continuity on this team the the shooting the the guy who probably should have been MVP <laughs> you know it's what do you mean probably <laughs> probably he probably should have been mvp but uh i think uh i think they're going to be too much for the lakers i think this is one of those things the lakers i mean the continuity the the continuity the lakers are getting from just a couple of weeks of playing is incredible yeah. i mean this team was just assembled and the way that they're they're performing is like just out of this world but i think this is where their end of the road comes and uh and also and i'm gonna throw this out there and i don't want to throw it out there but you know i'm gonna throw it out there 
AD hasn't gotten hurt yet in the playoffs. Sean, what the fuck? I'm just saying it usually <laughs> leave happens. that for leave that for Chris Paul. Okay. Keep I'm like, you already I'm out. like you already called Chris Paul out, man. My lord. God, Sean. I don't trust him. I don't trust him. I mean, he's so good when he's good, but every year something happens. I mean, he's made it to the finals once. So I don't know, man. You just had to go there. You're gonna just said like you like, just said like you could just be like, well, the Nuggets are a better shooting team, you know. All right, hey, all right. You know, I don't factual, guys, like, here, look, look, I would rather see him play. I don't want him to get hurt. I want to see them at their absolutely highest potential playing each other and making this a seven-game series. I don't want this to be, you know, we get to game six and the Lakers roll over because you know that won't happen. So. That definitely won't happen. I uh, I definitely think this Lakers team is not the quit and does not like quit. And I think that's one of the things that's been really like really nice about them. I think what's funny about this year for the Lakers is even if they do lose this series for a franchise that literally is based strictly on like championship or bust, this season is nowhere near a failure. This was like a hell of a turnaround. Oh, oh yeah. I mean, give give the front office some credit for for making yeah. those moves and getting these getting some some players that actually fit. Like when you got Rui Hachimura, you got him on the team. You were kind of like, ah, okay. And he's been fantastic. Yeah. Yeah. He's been, he's been shooting very, very well, but being able to get all those other deals and keep Austin Reeves, like, come on, man. So let's say this does get to seven. Let's say this gets to game seven, right? Let's say it's a close game in the fourth quarter. And there's about six minutes left. You think old Uncle Adam makes a phone call to Denver and says, like, you know what to do. Hangs up the phone. All the calls go the Lakers way because they need those ratings. <laughs> you know, there's definitely, uh, if something like that happened, there would definitely be some conspiracy talk. And I don't know. I feel like that's something that would happen more in the, the Stern era than the current era, to be honest Oh my God, with you. was it the 2002 Lakers-Kings series where all of a sudden you're like, oh, oh that's those are some weird calls. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. And then you got Tim Donaghy years later going, maybe y'all should look back at that. And it's like, whoa. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, maybe. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. Oh, yeah, man. so I'm fascinated with this series because, like I said, the the Nuggets shooting ability. Um, do you know that their starters, so their starting five, shoots around 42% from three-point range? As starters, like you add up their percentages, you got Jamal at 39 and a half, Jokic at 48, Aaron Gordon at 39, Pope at 39 and Porter at 40. Um, Consistently with Jokic in the middle. And then you got the pound, you got the pound game and the, and the, and the drive game and the, and the, the Lakers that want to get out and run. This is like, what basketball is made of. Like when you, when you talk oh, about, I, I want to see a final series, two teams that play completely different style of basketball and see how those styles go up against each other. Can LeBron play at the pace that he's been playing at for another series and play 38, 39 minutes a game in that altitude in Denver and be fresh come game six and game seven where he can put a team on his back and say, let's go win this and get to the finals. 
I think he can do that, and they could still lose. <laughs> like I think Denver's that good. You know, Maybe. like that, uh, that you know, that 2018 series when they get swept by the Warriors. He's absolutely lights out, incredible in Game One, and it's like it didn't matter. Like it could be a situation like that here. Dude, unfortunately, I don't know if we'll see another basketball team that was built like that. That Warriors team was just, <laughs> it was just, yeah. it was just dumb. Yeah. It was like, pick your poison. <laughs> yeah. It's like freaking lining up behind the 17 to no Patriots. You're like, okay, who do you guard? And it's like, uh, who cares? Play zone. Hope for the best. <laughs> so you got, so you got Denver in. I'll many? say seven. Denver in um, seven. Just because I want to give the Lakers as much life as I possibly can. Sean, you got Denver in six. Six. Lakers in six. I like it, Josh. I like where your head's at. Because okay. both of the first two series have went exactly the same way. I just want him to win one more. It's not even about like tying Kobe. It's not about having one less than Jordan. I just want to see him win one more. I just think it'd be a really cool story. This is one more. This could very well be his last shot at that too. Right. Exactly. Like, and like look. this. This is and and he he's he's playing on a bum foot. He is yeah. playing on a bum foot, and he knew going into this that he could do what they're doing right now. And that's the only reason I think he's playing. Like if he, if, if this was the team and they didn't make any trades, I don't, I don't think he'd be playing. I agree. No. And I'm, I'm almost for certain he's going to have some type of surgery on his foot after the season. Yeah. Yeah. yeah absolutely. Definitely. Absolutely. Definitely. However, I will say this. I do not repeat, do not want to see him walk out to a conference crutches. <laughs> if they if they if boot. they lose with the boot, <laughs> I will lose my effing mind, guys. I will lose it. <laughs> like there ain't no way he's gonna do that again. We can't do that again. He's not allowed. <laughs> but if he does it again, oh my god, oh. I will become unbearable. I, I didn't even think about that. That's really funny. You know, I I was I was really rooting for the Warriors this year because I actually wanted to see Curry win one more. I would so, love to see him win one more. Um, there's also guys I would love to see win a ring. Mm -hmm. uh, Jimmy Butler being one of them. Absolutely. Uh, I, I start I started thinking about this earlier about when we start talking about players who never win a ring. And I'm like, if Jimmy Butler ends up being that guy, right, that um, doesn't win a ring, like, where does he rank on that list? I put him above Chris Paul. At least he shows up. Well, I'm I'm saying, like, <laughs> after, after watching that performance in the bubble, like, I don't know if anybody's ever going to say he's better than Carl Malone, right? No. But when it comes to playoff Jimmy Butler and, like, what he showed us like what he can do, like putting a team on his back. Like, did Carl Malone ever do that? Like, really, truly, did he ever do that? No, no. This dude's always Barkley did really... though. Barkley yeah, did. Barkley absolutely did. 
Uh, that those Utah teams, and those two were great, obviously, but they always had really good players that they could plug and play. Always. And well, like, don't let anybody make... else tell you that because they'll let you think that those. Teams oh were God, trash. I know, right? Like, like Brian Russell wasn't good because Jordan had the last shot over him. Like, no, he was really good. It just so happened that you know they ran into the buzzsaw <laughs> that was Michael Jordan two years in a row. Um, you know, Greg Ostertag for a ninety center. Greg Ostertag could not play basketball now in the NBA by any means, but at that point, like he was very good for what they wanted. Um, and what they needed him to be. I mean, that's that's Jokic right now, but with a skill set, right? Like Jokic. Is, <laughs> yeah. That's a like great him and tag are kind of built the same. Like they probably move the same, but Jokic just can ball. Like, yeah. So, right. so Nuggets, Nuggets, Lakers. You and Lakers I both took the Heat, and Sean took the Celtics. Lakers and six. Lakers Heat rematch would be a blast. Because this time you fans. You know what everybody wants. Oh, I know what everybody wants. I know what the league wants. That's why I made that question earlier. But I think Jimmy Butler is going to do everything he can to make sure we don't get that. The league doesn't. I don't think the league wants heat nuggets like that. No, they do not. <laughs> <laughs> no, they do not. Um, I don't think they would be too upset with a Los Angeles Miami Constellation prize, though. Nah. No, especially this time you get fans like that'd be pretty cool. Um, all right, before we get out of here real quick, just going to say this, not going to have a full conversation about it. Ja Morant, get new friends, get new friends. Ja, I please. will be your friend. Please. Yeah, please yeah. stop this shit. It's stupid. Too many people love watching you play basketball. Don't fuck it up. Thank that's, you. That's the segment. That's the segment. All right, dudes. Well, hey, uh, so I'm going to be back on tomorrow. Uh, we're gonna do a little live lottery reaction. You guys are welcome to join if you want, because uh, it's right before the Lakers Nuggets tip off. Um, but uh, I do not have high expectations for this. I swear to God, if the Houston Rockets win the lottery yep. or yep. the Hornets, God, I will. I, I'll tell you stupid what: stupid franchises I will, should not win these damn things. I I will hop on here if the Orlando Magic win, bro. The Orlando Magic. I'll win. hop we're, on here. We're partying tomorrow night. Like. Yeah, I'm. I'll throw out all of my my red and black. Yeah, I will drape myself in in blue pinstripes, mm-hmm. and uh, and that'll we'll be play it. the song over and over again in the background. That's like, that's all we'll do. That's all yeah. we'll do, man. You know. I, actually, if the Pacers win it too, I'll be really excited because then nah, we can just I, drive I, I I I, I can't drive... have a central. I can't have a central division rival get get Victor and me be happy about it. I'm sorry. <laughs> Think about it this way. We can drive to see him whenever we want at that point. Yeah, but he's but he's playing for the Pacers, man. It's like there let me tell you something. So there are two teams that I'm sorry, there are three teams that I cannot root for as a lifelong Bulls fan. Detroit, I mean that's that's given. Indiana, too close, and the Knicks. Those are the three. However, I do enjoy watching the Knicks be good at basketball. I will say that. But, but if Detroit gets them too, I'm also going to be extremely sad. Just like extremely, extremely sad. I mean, what do you mean they'll have 19 centers next year? They'll just be like, they'll be playing yeah. Red Rover on defense. They'll, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, Victor's going to be playing the four, <laughs> so it's going to be great. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, well, hey, thank you. you guys, thank you guys for hanging out. Like I said, I'll be back tomorrow for lottery talk. I'm really excited for it. Uh, be sure to check us out here at 40minutesnetwork.com. 
Check us, uh, give a subscription show on all of your podcast apps of choice and give us this nice solid five star reviews. If you're watching this on YouTube, take the two seconds to subscribe to this channel if you haven't already. Um, on behalf of Sean and Josh, this is Tim Daniel. Buy our merchandise at 48 minutes basketball We'll see you all soon.